0: Well, we are back at the Benco booth. That's number 48091. I'm Kim Scott, host of the Powder Coated Podcast, and I have a really cool guest on right now. I just met him. His name's Sam, and he's with RTP Customs. And I'm happy to have him here because uh, they just produced a Benco's, uh video. Uh, we have it up on our website. Uh, We'll, we'll post a link in this um, at the bottom of this uh, video. But uh, they did a really great video showing how they mm-hmm. did the v 7 the strip tank and um, the chemicals that come along with it and how it's there. And I interviewed Ruby uh, Bay the other day, but this is the other half of our team in customs, Sam. Sam, welcome yeah. to the show. Thank you. you yeah. for sure. having me. So, have you been seeing them before?
1: This is actually my first time.
0: Are you a virgin? I'm <laughs> a SEMA virgin, sure. Me too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> we got our mugs here, powder-coated mugs, here, powder-coated podcast mugs. So um, uh, what do you think so far, just walking into the building and stuff? It's
1: humongous. I mean, everything is, is just bigger sizes, and uh, it's, it's amazing to see like-minded people as you walk through.
0: I mean, this whole building is just about ribs. This is your haven here. <laughs> you Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, I'm sure you've done a set of every one of these uh, brands, you know, here and stuff like that. Uh, but when did you start the business?
1: So we started in 2015. Uh, started out of my home garage in Georgia.
0: <laughs> How we all start. Absolutely. Cheers.
1: Cheers to that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, you know humble beginnings.
0: Yeah. Um, it is. You
1: live and you learn through your through the process through your mistakes. And here we are today.
0: Yeah. Now what's the what is it that you do? in the in the business now so i specialize on the front end so customer service
1: uh, uh, uh taking care of the uh, the sales the revenue making sure that we're meeting our goals uh and also building the foundation the structure in order for us to have nice processes that can be repeated
0: yeah uh, that's, that's right. what yeah. Right? Yeah, because it is end-to-end even the back end of your business which Felipe does a lot of that part in the- operations part. But, you know, I, I'm always fascinated between the operations side, communicating with the sales side, because it actually can be kind of complicated sometimes when people don't talk. Uh, my husband is that part, he's the operations. He's the Felipe in our, in our brand, right? And I'm the front person um, and salesperson. And um, so that, you know, it, you do have to talk and communicate from end to end because it's about the customer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In this case, um, we have to figure out a way to make sure that the customer's needs and expectations are being met by operations. And then also operations needs are being met by the sales team. Because we can't be you know, over-promising and then you know, throwing operations on the bus. Uh, so it's, it's a cycle. It's a team. We have to work together.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that the mantra that we seem to have at Healing Powder is you know, uh, sort of, under promise and over deliver, and I don't know why. You know, that way, but you know we want to come in our deadlines a little earlier. A lot of what we do is not just rims, though, or automotive products. And so, uh, we do a lot of uh, structural and architectural stuff too, as well. So a lot of times when contractors come in they wanted it yesterday you know what i mean or uh you know we're not a drive-in service for for the automotive enthusiasts so you know we have to kind of Okay, you got to go see the tire guy around the corner to get your, you know, like there's a little bit of coordinating there. But are you a drive-in service or are you coordinating too?
1: No, we're, we're basically a drive-in service. Our number one goal is to serve the automotive industry in this case. Um, and basically from day one, we stuck to it. We, uh, uh, sometimes when money's calling for other parts... Uh, You tend to kind of steer away from your core focus, and then we have to learn the hard way because there's moments where we're not meeting deadlines. We're having to pay way more out of pocket in order to meet those type of projects that are coming in, and we're still not performing the way we want to perform. So that's why we, we steered back to our core focus, which is real repair, real powder coating. Um, and everything that's related to it.
0: Right, so, yeah. Uh, um, I, I think that's a really good business model to have in the future of powder coating. I think operations like yours, I mean, I know you're, it sounds like you're dominating your area right now, but I mean, in the future, I think... What I'm seeing is like specialty places that you can go, drive your car in, and get all these services. Because you know, you used to have to go this guy for the detail and this guy for the tint and this guy for you know all these different things for your car. But I think powder coaters have an advantage uh, to adding related businesses uh, and accessory businesses to their to their brand. Or their brand. Do you agree?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, in this case, if you already know how to powder coat and you have already set up a team of powder coaters, and, in this case, uh, wheel repair technicians, uh, you already have created what's the hardest part—the skillful aspect yeah. of it. So, for us, in order to accommodate to the customers' needs and become a one-stop shop, we decided to build a newer shop. Further away from our production, bank. Um, and then from there we start offering other services like window tint, heat protection film, ceramic coating, detailing, full car rides. So that way, when a car comes in, the customer is already wanting to spend the money for other services. Why not capitalize on it while offering convenience, where they're able to drop off their car in one shop and everything's being done in the same time frame as if you're going to get the wheels done. Um, and that's what we capitalized on. Back in 2020, uh, it's a newer concept. And, of course, our production plant, which is in Marietta, the, the, the technicians there they don't do anything but wheels. So it's not like we had to teach them an extra skill of wrapping and window tent. We separated it completely in order for us to maintain quality and good custom service and a good turnaround time uh, for the cars that are coming in.
0: That is so smart. And, I mean, if it wasn't for 2020, would you have? were you on that track to begin with prior to the whole COVID yeah,
1: so here's the thing, when we first started Arts Be Customs, everything was just so spontaneous. I get, if I, if I have this idea, I want to perform on it right away. We don't look at financials, we don't look at the market share, we don't look at anything. If opportunities knock our door, I'm jumping on it. Of course, now that we have gotten much bigger, things have changed a little bit. But in 2020, I was driving through Roswell, which is a very high-end area, it's, there, there's a lot of dealerships, and I knew that I wanted to shop in that area. And all of a sudden, I saw this 35,000 square foot facility that was up to yeah. wow. the And the first thought that came through my mind is like, there's no way we can get ourselves in the 35,000 square foot facility. Uh, but deep, deep inside, I was like, we, we can do it. We knew that we can do it with the right people, with Felipe by my side, we can make it happen. We jumped on it, and we started coming up with ideas to fill it up. Uh, so 2020 definitely helped us. And plus, in this case, people were working from home. so giving. Leaving their car for a couple of days or even a week at a time was not an issue for them. Right, uh, right. So that that helped us build our business much much stronger. Yeah,
0: I think that was a special time for all of us. If we were making moves, I mean, we started Podcast in twenty twenty. Okay. You know, Actually, so I think. You know, if if we were still on the same track as what we were doing in two thousand nineteen, we wouldn't be where we are today. And I hate to you know, i w I'm always somebody that looks at the rainbows and the unicorns in and, and, you know, in the overcast skies or whatever, you know, but uh I think a lot of people made some bold big Moves that are paying off now, you know. Uh, you expanded your business, but all I did was start a podcast, which
1: is because, in this case, to be open with you, the podcast is something that our community truly needs. Yeah, Uh, we don't have a closed-knit community where we can refer back to a friend and say, Hey, I'm having an issue with this particular powder coat.
0: Yeah,
1: what can you do? But with with a podcast like this, I think it's going to bring us all together because we're here to learn from one another, we're here to. Figure out ways to better serve our customers that are coming through.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's uh, it's not just that though. It's also like the younger generation doesn't versus the older generation. Okay, I don't want to. I'm not going to include my. I'm not going to include myself in this. Okay, but objectively thinking um, of the people that I know in this industry, uh, the people that have been in uh the powder coating industry for over 40 years uh, most of the time they're not into that vibe right it's the younger guys that are starting today or started five years ago or even 10 years ago um, they're the ones that want to help uh, and, and build because they know that they'll be more successful than they do and people want to give back you know um so I, I, I like that your attitude is towards that because when you do talk to these old Scotch guys, a lot of them don't really care. They want
1: to keep it for themselves. They That's, do. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's hurting
0: us um, because it's certainly hurting the greater industry. Um, education is lacking in our industry. Um, also, the other thing is, is you not know, we need to onboard more people able to do these kinds of things unique skills and have these unique skill sets uh and train them on because they're they did a survey uh on uh, the powder coating institute did a survey where they were interviewing or they they reached out to what you know these guys are going to be like retiring in 10 years or less and these are people that are veterans that have so much information but have it all here and they're not sharing it to the next generation um, at the same time, I don't think we have enough coders coming on board. I think there needs to be more, too. At least, you know, maybe the custom coder starting his own shop, you know, he's fine. But these bigger companies are going to be hungry for more employees that need to have more skills. and And, you know, but I think the greater industry... You know, what I've come to realize in the podcast is that the powder coating industry doesn't feel do ourself well enough and could do better. I mean, custom coders are hustling on the Instagram every day, but that's not the greater industry. The greater industry has no clue. But I think the podcast, and I was very encouraged yesterday with a great, uh, had a nice off-camera discussion with me yesterday. Um, and uh, I was really encouraged by what they had to say and talk to me about and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see what the future brings.
1: Yeah. I think education is extremely important for anybody. In this case, uh, somebody like myself that's that's mm-hmm. young in this industry. Uh, I don't want to be making the same mistake as somebody else has already made years back. That so has the ability to walk <laughs> me through it. If I'm willing to learn, so I can better serve my customers. Or at least
0: have a better understanding. Right? Absolutely. You're going to make your own mistakes, but. At least you'll have a better understanding of your rift know, for and stuff like that
1: right? Absolutely and I think um, you know the newer generation with us we, we're very aware of the free knowledge that we're able to, and the free value that we're able to give other people. Uh, if, if I know something, I'm willing to share it because I know what it feels like to struggle when you already have deadlines that you're trying to meet and on top of it you have bills that you're trying to pay and you're stuck in a problem over and over again. Um, in this case, uh, for us, it doesn't always have to be production. It can also, be on the business aspect of it financially, it could be running your business. How do you answer your phone call? How do you bring more sales? And How do you brand small things like this? If I'm able to provide free value to, right.
0: to, to, Processes. to, to Processes. the person, Processes. absolutely
1: to the person that's within the community,
0: yeah,
1: I would love to do that, and that's something that I strive. Okay, so uh, to you're saying
0: you're going to be a regular on the podcast?
1: Oh, I would love to, <laughs> I would love to. That'll be that, <laughs> honestly, I, I would love to because in this case, again, free value is what we strive for, yeah. Uh, we, the thing is, we the, the the reason why we decide to take that risk of opening up our own business is not to be slaves to our business twenty four seven. It's basically to figure out how can we run a business so lean that we have the ability to step away while that company is making money on its own um, and not have to be there twenty four seven. Okay,
0: let's cheers to them.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so the. Um, audience may be asking, what are we drinking in here? So, Kim, what, what's what's in, what's in our drink?
0: <laughs> well, it's um, it's not what I want. <laughs> what I want is a nice cold beer on a Thursday afternoon. Uh,
1: well, I guess what I'm drinking is, is the future of what this podcast oh, is going to oh, be yes. like. <laughs> oh, hell
0: yeah. Is, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I I love that attitude, um, and I was thinking of something that Oh, shucks. I lost my thought. Um, he said something when I was asking him the other day about the business. I lost my thought. But um I think you're on, on track. And I, I think the podcast and what I want from it is to try to see trends happening or at least, you know, um, the flow of business, right? Uh You know, we might have some economic headwinds in the future here. Uh, we don't know. But uh, uh you know i want to try to get these holders a greater understanding of maybe the future or what could happen in the near future you know where they want to track their business you know like you knew where you wanted to track your business um A lot of guys just want to powder coat. They're not thinking that far ahead, right? And then then they get busy enough and then they're like, well, this is serious, serious
1: You right? So um, that's great. Yeah, a lot of times, uh, you know, you get an amazing technician that looks at the the business owner that's running the company he's working for and He's like, man, this company is being run by idiots. Until he goes on his own and he runs his own company and he realizes it's not a piece of cake. There's a lot more to it than just simply... Powder coating a wheel or powder coating uh, a piece of metal. Uh, so I think part of this podcast and part of the community we need to be able to educate the, the people out there, not to just simply be amazing technicians. because we have, you know, I'm sure in this community there's a lot of amazing technicians. Oh, there are. Yeah. But what can we do in order to help them run this business without having them be stressed? Because I know what stress is like running a business 24/7, uh, and it's not it's not fun. No. Uh, and if if we're able to give our people uh, the tools. To, uh, to brand the proper way, to run their financials the proper way, to know exactly where they stand on the a daily basis. Yeah, um, I think that'll be that'll be the victory.
0: Okay, so for my community. my brain came back to life yeah, there, and yeah. I remember what I was going to ask. So when I asked Felipe what you guys charge for rents, and he said, you know, he said the number one. Well, it was stupid. Yeah, said, that's the starting price, and I went, oh wow, mm-hmm. you get it because this is my biggest problem. Right. Powder coders don't charge enough, for their work, especially like rims. And we were the, we were suffering with that too. So anytime Ross pisses me off, that's my husband. Okay. Who's the lead powder, powder. Any, And we're just mom and pop, but you know, like anytime he pisses me off, I go around him and I figure out a better way to solve my own problem without having to go through him, you know? and. So, what I decided to do was build a price calculator for us. Nice. Um, so there was no guessing and there was no back and forth or, you know, this and that, you said this and that, or whatever, you know. Um, and I, I just try to solve the communication problems between my husband and I. Because, you know, the last thing you want is after you have this very happy customer. Once they're driving away, you're like, you didn't charge enough, for that, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So uh, it seems to work pretty well for us. And I even shock my husband. Like, we test each other because he'll try to get it out of his head without using the calculator. And then I'll come back with the calculator. And then every time he's like, you know what, you're right. I should charge you. That that. So uh, that's really been uh, uh, a yeah thing that's helped us, Uh, but I think in general, I would love to see custom holders when they're at this, you know, when they're learning and stuff, it's very hard to charge, you know, are humble people, right? Uh, and they don't feel comfortable charging when they know it may not be perfect or it may be, it's, like, you know, you set your price and that's your price and you know, you're not thinking of redo, you're not thinking about extra powder or that sort of stuff, you know? Plus your
1: skill, it's worth a lot of money as well. Yeah. We we tend to undervalue yeah. our skill. Yeah, when that's somebody true. asks for the price. Yeah, so I mean I wanna try to tackle
0: that and get customers to know more about why they're charging the prices that they are, why they should charge more, and what can we do about it? What can we what dialogue will it take? For for all of us to understand and have a better understanding of, of our work and our hands, and I'm going to tell you this from a personal level because um, my husband was in a motorcycle accident pain right on Thursday, like all days, and uh, he broke his hand. Everybody on the podcast knows this so already, um, and you know he's still kind of in recovery. And although it's not his powder coating hand you know tape again so, you know, he's trying to measure his progress by all the things he can do with his hands now um, and when he lifts he can't really put any pressure on the hand so he has to lift with his arm, forearm and stuff like that uh, and then yesterday I had Scott Morris come by and Scott Morris um, owns SM Powder motors out of um, oh gosh Arizona and he came by with his Three scrapping young young boys, his sons, and that have picked up the pace for him, and because his, he had some major surgery on his arm where he can't straighten it out and stuff. And you know what are you going to do? Because you do work with your hands, and you gotta realize that they're precious items on your body. And um, and what's going to happen to you if something happens to you? Right? How are you going? What is your contingency there? And I know that's the part of this thing for your mind, but that's why you want to charge in the crisis, and you want to build up your clientele, uh, you know, and you want to have, you know, other ways to fund yourself in case something like that weird happens. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to have some type of address. saving,
1: yeah. so that way you can put somebody in place
0: and, and afford
1: to hire someone that's gonna uh, delegate some tasks. I yeah, could.
0: because Scott and Ross both have. Uh, all the knowledge in their head about how to coat, but you know, um, you know, it's it's been I think a, maybe a wake up call for a few of us. Um, a good friend of ours that's been on the podcast a few times is um, uh, uh, powder works Dallas, Fort Worth, okay. and um, Matthew is on the show, and he had a heart attack a year ago, a little over a year ago, actually, and he's recovered, but you know, he's got eighteen. I mean, he was a pretty large powder coater, and he had to figure out a way to, you know, survive, not just 2020, you know, but, the, you know, but the whole heart attack thing and stuff. So he's been an inspiration for me, too. So there, you know, there's guys out there that are dealing with this stuff, and, you know, they need to plan for the future, too. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's part of it.
1: Yeah, understanding their business is one of, one of the best ways. Just like you mentioned, being able to understand our numbers. So that way, when we're pricing, we're actually, we feel confident in the prices that we're giving to know that we are making a profit. We, we're not going to win a business. That's, that's not we're taking the risk of spending our our, our our full time coming to work and building a uh, foundation. Yeah. So we have to be making money and, um, with your calculator, I would love to actually see it. Yeah, if, see if, uh, you yeah later. Absolutely, I would love to actually see it because it's something that's extremely important yeah. to understand what the cost is prior to making the prices. Yeah.
0: I have another calculator I'm working on right now, so okay. I'll show you that one as yeah. well. Um, but but yeah, it's so good to meet you.
1: Thank you. Um, nice meet you. You're an
0: inspiration and I'm happy to know you now and make a new friend. That's all what it's just about, making friends on the podcast. Absolutely. And, um, you know, let's talk more about building this community and how we're going to do
1: it. Yeah, I would love to. If, if I'm able to, uh, you know, maybe join once every, every other week, I, I would love to just so that way we can address certain topics of how a business can be run a little bit more efficiently. So that way you can actually take a step away. Like today, you know, if, if people are at CMUV, uh, yeah. hopefully they their business is still running and being there, they're still able to make money rather than having the doors closed. Yeah. Uh, and that's basically yeah. what we, are we all strive for. In this
0: case. Yeah, I mean, Ross was going to come and he couldn't at the last minute because this job was just weighing him down. And um, I mean, he's still kind of in that hell. But... Uh, but he's getting through it. He's seeing the light of the day, you know. Um, meanwhile, like all the other jobs are backing up, right? So uh, it just didn't work out. I'm really kind of bummed about it, um, you know, because I was like, I mean, oh my gosh, I was so scared to do this live stuff because I just started doing it. Okay, excellent. So you were recording. So in I the had basket. no idea this was going to work. But Of course um, it's
1: going to work. You got the personality, you got the knowledge, <laughs> you got the beautiful smile.
0: Of course it's going to work. Yeah, so, you know, it's uh, it's worked out. But uh, anyways, it's so good to meet you, and thanks for joining me. Asher and Goku.
1: Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. All
0: right. enjoy Take care. Sema.
1: Bye-bye, guys.